It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome to a uh, Friday, another week in the uh, books. I think weather hampered with a little bit of what was going on last night. It was already a light day uh, on Wednesday night, or on Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday night, and then Thursday night was fairly busy, uh, and hopefully the the weather won't affect uh, tonight because I think we've got some good action going as well. But, uh, Brady, you saw a big one that we'll get more into in our first uh, segment, but it was everything that you'd want for these two teams when they get together. Oh, yeah. I mean, Croslex Richmond, we had hyped it up, and then it goes to overtime. What more can you ask for? And then there was some drama in it with guys that weren't playing that came back. And, yeah, it, it was kind of like a, a Hollywood script for the game. It was it was a lot of fun, and the, and the place was packed. And I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't panic about the last two games for Port here on Northern, that everything's okay. Right. Okay. That the, their biggest concern is put everyone in a bubble and get them healthy. Yes. Um, so, uh, we'll get into it, uh, in just a moment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, Brady, we'll start with uh, basketball. Might be a little bit of a short show today because there wasn't a ton going on the last two nights. 
But let's start with uh, boys basketball real real quick. There were two scores from Wednesday. Cassidy beat Ubley 51-41. Mayville beat Carsonville Port Sandlack 42-17. Wednesday's done. Let's get to Thursday. Big game in, in the uh, BWAC. Croslex and Richmond. We've had this one circled for a long time. I saw the first game, and Richmond won, and they deserve to win. But I just I came away from that game going, Croslex didn't play their best game that night. I want to see what happens in Croslex. Well, it, it's funny that um, you came away feeling that because Croslex was coming in this game a little banged up shorthanded. First of all, Trevor Soul still not available. That That's a piece that helps out, especially against a team that's tall and lanky like Richmond. Even if he doesn't score a ton, defensively, he's going to help out. And then in warm-ups or before the game, Trey Kolakovich gets an injury and doesn't start the game. The same Trey Kolakovich that scored 72 points in the last two games makes a big difference, wouldn't you think? I would think so. So instead, the starting five for Croslex was Mitch Geiger, Zach Kretsch, Donovan McDonald, Drew Hosterman, and James Krampitz. Not... Still very serviceable, but you're missing two pieces that would help a lot. Didn't hurt them. Went on an 8-0 run to start. And you're going, this, this is vintage Croslax. 8-0, and it's a timeout by Richmond. We're not even 90 seconds into the game, and we're, we've hit the ground running. Uh, Richmond would answer, make it 8-7, and then it would go back and forth the rest of the game. It was 21-20 thanks to a buzzer-beating layup by Richmond at halftime. They had the lead. They extended their lead to three going into the fourth, but Croslex tied it up at 40. And the one thing I was curious about, at least that surprised me a little bit, is that when Trey Kolakovich was out because he came back at the end end of the first half and we'll talk about that more in a minute but this game was a very slowly played game and I thought when I saw Kalakovic out that Richmond was going to go oh their thoroughbreds done let's open the stables and we're making this a a, a track meet and we're running up and down because we've got the horses to run and Croslex is missing a few of them at least that's what my first thought was when you're missing a guy like Kalakovich, yeah. because that's a big difference both offensively and defensively for, for Croslex. But that's a guy that I'm worried about going into the game, dropping 30 on me, right. and now he's not there. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, especially with what you've got at, at Richmond. I think I would have tried to make this a high-scoring game. But they were very patient, and after the 8-0 run by Croslex, they got back. Trey Kalakovich was able to come back in at the end of the half. He... Um, the injury he had, the, the trainer was able to work on it a bit and basically make sure he was fit to play. So he came in, and I don't think he came out the whole second half. He ended up with 10 points. It goes to overtime, and Croslex just dominated overtime. One overtime 14-4, to four, which was actually the highest scoring quarter for Croslex in the four-minute overtime. <laughs> they went up 9 nothing. and I'll tell you what, the crowd was awesome, and it started from before the opening tip. Uh, Croslex fans, I mean, I think I said on the last show, I kind of said this is a game where they need to show up. This is a game where they need to be a difference, and they were. Started before the game where Croslex fans were had a suggestion for the port here on name change. <laughs> and uh, that, was, that, got, that just set the tone because they were loud all time. Night. It was the biggest student section I've ever seen in Croslex, and it made a difference, especially in the first half when uh, Richmond was shooting at the basket right in front of the student section. It was noticeable, and I think a few times it made a difference in, in the game. And in overtime, they went up four, then Hosterman hit a three, and you thought the roof was going to blow off, and the roar was just going uh Richmond tried to throw like a, a deep pass to get by the defense and it was a bit too strong it went out of bounds and the roar got louder and it was just I just sat there and let the crowd go nuts because 
it was the loudest I've ever heard that gym. It was the rowdiest I've ever seen that gym. And it was exactly what they needed. Croslex would get the win, 54-45 in overtime. Donovan McDonald, 14 points. Zach Kretsch, 12 points. Trey Kolakovich with 10 and only a half of basketball, a little more than a half of basketball. Uh, Daquan Haskins for Richmond led with 15. Carl Stevens had 14, but it was a quiet 14. He, he added a three at the end in desperation mode, but... I thought Croslex did a really good job slowing down Carl Stevens because I was worried he was going to be the guy to come in and drop 25 and all but clinch an outright league title for Richmond. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just happy they got this game in because it looks like some other games uh, in the BWAC last night were canceled because of the weather. Yeah, right. and there's a couple things I want to bring out, the, out, of, out of this game. One, uh, I'll be honest. I think maybe the most important person in the gym last night was the athletic trainer. Trey Kolakovich never comes back in. I don't know if they win that game. I mean, he scores 10 points between second, the second half and overtime. You, you never know the domino effect, but does that happen if the athletic trainer's not there to get him good enough to go? Yeah, and the other thing, it's not just what he's scoring, which helps. Right. But it's how he helps other guys. It's the defense he plays, so it's what Richmond isn't able to do, and it's also how he makes guys around him better. They get opened, he gets them the ball, they get good looks, and they've got shooters who can knock it down. So I guess aside from this, uh, or at least a tangent off of this, is I think it's time that, yeah, this is a great example you need an athletic trainer at all your events, and not every school we cover has them. And not only that, with what happened with the DeMar Hamlin thing that showed how important athletic trainers can be and how much of a difference it makes that, well, you can make an argument for Cross Lex, an athletic trainer might have helped save them a league title. No. Because, yeah, sometimes, hey, a coach knows how to tape ankles or do this. Oh, hey, they took a class in college. But it's different when you have an actual certified athletic trainer. No, I'm not saying everyone needs to have a full-time athletic trainer. But at games, I think that that was a, an advantage for Croslex because there's more that don't have it than do. And I think if you're a – I understand why smaller schools might not that have 80 kids in them. But if you're a, a big school and you have a lot of athletics – should probably have an athletic trainer, and this is just another reason why, especially if you want to win and keep the kids healthy, because with the nature of his injury, Trey Kolakovich doesn't play or does not play at effectively at all if there's no athletic trainer last night. So we have two games with basically similar results, just reversed. Brady, we need a rubber match to figure out who's the better team here. Let's do it in regionals because that's the <laughs> next time they, they could meet. Uh, yeah, I just – Cross-Lex held on long enough. They did it a little shorthanded. Richmond had the opportunity. If they won last night, they are – I mean, they're not mathematically BWAC champs, but for all intents and purposes – they're outright BWAC champs because they'd have to lose two to share and three to not get a piece at all. Yeah, and uh, I, I realize that an upset can happen, but you're not going to get two. An upset can happen. And let's give you the, the schedule the rest of the way for these two teams. Croslex is on the road a lot, but they don't have any top teams in the BWAC. At Almont's their scariest game. And that is a tough game. That is not a rollover game. At North Branch is another one. They've been playing, playing better. better. And at Algonac. Now, if Croslex is healthy and plays near what they should, they're the favorite in all these games, and they probably should win all those games. But Richmond's last four BWAC games are not easy at all. At North Branch, at Armada, at Yale – and then they host MLA City in a makeup from earlier in the season. Yeah. When your easiest game in the last four is at North Branch, that's a tough stretch. Yeah, North Branch, as we've documented a couple of times, playing a lot better basketball. I'll see Armada and Yale tonight, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm very interested in this game uh, to watch how these two teams play because you, you how does it affect everybody when you go, all right, well, it looks like Crosslex and Richmond 
are are the champs and the rest of us are just playing. Right. Or are they going, hey, we got to be at our best because we've got these teams coming up. And it's essentially for third place yeah. in, in, in the BWAC. But, Dennis, that's not an easy stretch. Are they the favorite in all those games? Yes. But would I confidently say with an iron fist that they are winning their last four BWAC games? I don't know if I can say that. Just And that's nothing to do with Richmond. That's everything to do with having to go – to Armada, and then four days later go to Yale and then host MLA City, who for three quarters gave them a fight last time. Now it's going to see how what Richmond's team's made of. Hey, okay, your one other loss was like a Sunday to Berkeley. That one was easy to shake off. This one's going to sting because they led for most of the second half, even though it was by a point or three, but they led for most of the second half, and Croslex was able to get it, and over time you got body slammed. How do you pick yourself up? Do you come back like you saw some of the girls' teams do in the BWAC and come out with a vengeance and just start boat racing teams after losses? Or do you sit and lick your wounds for a bit and maybe let a North Branch or an Armada come up and, and nab you on the road? Yeah, this this is going to, to be interesting. But, again, I've been looking at it all year, and I like these other teams, Brady, but I still feel the top two teams in this league – Played last night, and I kind of think it's appropriate if it ends in a tie. Could somebody disrail? Yeah, yeah. The, none of to me, even cross Lex's schedule. That's not easy. That's not easy. Uh, I I watched Almont play Brown City. I know the final was by ten points, but Brown City made their free throws at the end. That was a close game all the way to the last ninety seconds. Uh, and they had a chance to win that basketball game. North Branch, again, we keep saying it. They're getting better. And at their place, you got to drive out to the middle of nowhere on a cold night and play a basketball game when at that point in the season you're like, okay, we've kind of done the league thing. Let's start the playoffs. You, your mind can drift, and that game well, can come up and bite if, you. If your mind's drifting with a league title in front of you, you don't deserve that league title. Yeah. So I'm just – Croslex, no, they don't have a gimme path, but I'd rather have Croslex's schedule the rest of the way than and, than uh, Richmond's because, yeah, those, those three road games are not places I want to play, and they kicked off their first of four with the loss at Croslex. It's going to see how this team responds. Hey, if they bounce back and they get three convincing wins – now you're talking, all right, what can this team do in the postseason? Can they make a run? And could this game be a regional final that we didn't get a year ago? All right. Um, anything else with these guys? Uh, I think that's about it. It was just a gutty win for Cross-Lex because if they would have lost this game, we probably would have come on the air and gone, well, you didn't have Trey for a half. Well, Trevor Soul still hurt. You didn't have your weapons. Um, you you bad time to be hurt and we could have made excuses for them but they still found a way to win they did it with gutty defense I mean you hold Richmond to 45 points through overtime that's winning the game defensively all right um I'm vindicated today because I talked to Tyler Jameson last mm. night and guess what Tyler doesn't like what City? the Mac tournament oh Thinks it's stupid, and so do I. Well, Anyways. A lot, a lot of people. I, I don't mind it. I'm not going to die on the hill that I think it should stay. I think it's neat, but if it went away, I wouldn't be upset. So this is the third time Eisenhower and Northern played each other. Now, the first two times, Northern had a full deck of cards, uh, and early in the season, Ike wasn't playing well. Ike started the year 5-9. and nine. Um, and struggled in a lot of games. Northern beat them at Northern January 10th, 73-61. They beat them down at Ike January 26th, 64-52. So on paper, you're looking at this going, Northern's going to win this basketball game. They're getting Tyler Jamison back tonight. But guess what? Yeah, they got Tyler. They got a sick Tyler Jamison back because he was recovered from his other ailment, but he and his brother both had the flu yesterday and spent most of the day, from what I understand, not holding anything down. Well, But he, they still both played and gave what they had, and what they had was a combined 20 points between them. And you know that's far from what the those two can put up. Yeah, you not a good time for Northern. Well, actually, it is probably the best time for Northern to be at a short deck because – 
No one's going to remember the MAC tournament. No. If, if, I mean, if you win it, I'm not taking it away from anyone. It's a really cool thing if you're able to win it. But if you don't win it and then you go win a district for the first time in forever, people will remember the district and won't even remember you didn't win the MAC tournament. So you got Jamison's playing sick. You had no Luke Maher and no Amir Moreland last night. So you're down three starters, basically, because you got half of both Jamison's. Kanye Cole fouled out of the game um, and was in early foul trouble. So there, he, I, I, pretty much he didn't play the whole third quarter. Um, and you had uh, actually Tyrese Johnson up from the JV, and, and I thought he played pretty well the minutes that they gave him. He scored four points, but I just he didn't look out of place mm-hmm. on the basketball court. I mean, it can be pretty overwhelming. You're out there playing it. You know, Ike has some size, um, and and that's the other thing. Remember Cousineau last year? Yeah, Northern beat Cousineau twice. Jamison had 90-something points on him in the first two meetings because he had the 59-point game, and he scored in the upper 30s the other time that they played him. But Cousineau, for a couple of days, couldn't miss a shot. Mm-hmm. Well, go look at what Eisenhower's been doing lately. In their last five games, all wins, and in four of them, they've scored 71 points or better. And they came out last night and everything they threw up in the first quarter was going in. They were up 21-7 to before anybody had a seat warm in that uh, gym. Then Northern had their best stretch, end of the first, till there was about three minutes to go in the half. They actually tied the game 29-29. And at that point, I'm like, okay, Northern's all right. Cam Haru was going off. He scored 11 in the second quarter. Um, and And – Shots were starting to fall that weren't going in early in the game. But I give Eisenhower credit. They stuck with what they were doing. They they actually they, they kind of were running and gunning in the first half. And then in the second half, they slowed things down. They actually scored more points in the second half. Really? They scored 43 in the second half after getting 38 in the first half. But um, Jackson uh, McHale led them with uh, 21 points. Braden Booza had 16. Um, Ethan McCaleck had 14. He was a big kid. Uh, and then 11 points for Ian Patterson, who knocked down three threes off the uh, bench. And here's the other thing. And here's how I know Northern was off their game. They were missing free throws left and right. If they make half the free throws they missed, this game is in reach at the end. And Eisenhower didn't miss anything they didn't miss anything booza alone made nine free throws the huskies made one two three four five the huskies made five that's not a great night so he had nine ten fifteen twenty twenty one they made 23 free throws and the huskies made five and the two teams shot about the same Ooh, ooh. northern missed a ton of free throws. All I know is I'm going to bar you from doing any Northern MAC tournament games because you're <laughs> 0-2 with them, and I know they face two hot teams, but how Lutheran North loves me, you're banned from doing Northern MAC tournament games. And Ike had a couple of dunks. They had a stick-back dunk that was like, wow, how'd that kid get up there? I didn't, I didn't think he'd be able to jump that high, standing still. So basically, Northern kid looks ne- like Woody Harrelson, and he's dunking on people. <laughs> Northern needs to shrink wrap themselves and get them all healthy. And as long as they're a hundred percent to go in early March, that's that's what I care about. Yeah, uh, when when this team is at uh, at full bore, they're as good as anybody. There are other kids missing too. They had a very short bench last night, um, and you know they they just didn't they didn't have all their parts and and. You know, they didn't have uh, a, a lot of people to fill holes when holes needed to be needed. Uh, but uh, I thought Caden Cantrell played a nice game for them. He's a mm-hmm. kid that, again, kind of bounces back and forth between JV and varsity, doesn't get to play a lot. He played a lot last night. Um, he had five points, uh, and I thought he played hard and gave him what he could give him, and I thought Tyrese Johnson did the best that he could. Jake Clark had uh, eight points, knocked down a couple of threes. But it's just every time Northern did something good, they followed it up by doing something not Northern-like. They had a lot of turnovers. 
They missed a lot of shots that they usually make, and they were just horrible at the free throw line. And you could just tell. You could watch the the, the guys and go, okay, they're they're off. So Alex Jamison had 11, and Tyler Jamison had 9. Haru had 20. He was the one kid that looked like he was healthy. Uh, and he did what he can do when he's healthy. Yeah. So, anyway. so PH falls to 16-3. and three. Northern. Or Northern falls to sixteen and three. I got PH on the mind because they had a, a a buzzer game, uh, and Eisenhower is now ten and nine and has won five straight and has gotten hot at the the right time. I guess. All right. So that's that. Why don't we take a break and then we'll come back and finish out the rest of the uh, scores from the uh, last two days because we got a few more boys games to talk about and a couple of girls games um, here on the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back. It was a rough night for the uh, MAC teams. Despite getting 17 points and nine rebounds from Connor Rosenau and 13 from Deontay Foy, PH loses at the buzzer to Madison 48-46 to in another great basketball game. Well, that seems fitting. They went to overtime in Madison, they went to overtime in Port Huron, and then they lose at the buzzer in Port Huron. Uh, these are about d- two of the most evenly matched teams. And you've seen Madison. They're um, good. They're good. They're really good. It doesn't. This result doesn't surprise me. Again, third time you play, it's the same result again. Yeah, again, I'm not going to bury Port Huron for it. If they win the other way, 
hey, great for them. But, again, the MAC tournament is nice. It's a very – I think it can be a fun way to end the season, especially if you make a run and, and win it, and it's it's another feather in the cap. But I'm I'm very rarely going to bury a team if they lose in the MAC tournament. Just like Port here on OK, they're on a short two-game skid. They'll play – Two other teams in crossovers the rest of the way. Let's see what they do there. But their, their goal is to get ready for the playoffs because, hey, maybe you're going to have to dethrone Dakota. Maybe you're going to have to knock off Lance Cruz North. But really, the only team, the, big, the team I'd be the most worried about is Northern because Dakota looks very pedestrian. Does that mean you're going to have an easy time with them? No. Does that mean you can beat them? Absolutely it does. Now, this is part of what PH's season has done now is you can't fly under the radar anymore. Right. Now we have expectations for you because we've seen that you can play high-level basketball, that, that you're a quality basketball team, that you have the pieces to be dangerous. So go out and be dangerous. And they have been dangerous, and they lose to Madison on a buzzer beater. Madison's a really good team. I like Madison, and I like the Mills kid who hit the game-winning bucket. He'd probably be a, a, a first-team all-league guy in, in the Max Silver. Is it disappointing? Yes. Am I going to just throw out everything PH has done? No. Oh, absolutely not. All right, uh, again, uh, I know they don't want moral victories. They just want victories. But Marysville, much more competitive now the, than early in the season. They fall to Clintondale 43-35. Um, and, it, again, it sounds like the Vikings gave a pretty strong effort. Well, defensively, they did all right, and this is a little bit of an improvement from what they did earlier in the year because they lost 53-41 last time. But this was a game that you would have liked to get them a victory at because, yes, this is more winnable and they have improved. This was a, a decent opportunity to get a win, and I believe it was in Marysville, so you didn't have to go down to Clintondale. The Dragons aren't terrible, but that's a game that you, you would hope they get the win again. I don't think it's the worst thing that they didn't. Marysville's still playing better, but that was a winnable game for them, and now they have two road games. I believe they go to Hazel Park and to Gross Point North the rest of the way. Yeah, uh, I I didn't see a Marine City score with Hazel Park. Not sure if the game got played. Yeah, I know there were some that didn't, and I could imagine Mar Hazel Park to Marine City. They said, yeah, no, the roads are getting icy. We're not driving an hour and 20 minutes for this game tonight. All right, Lakeview holds off St. Clair 50-47. to Yeah, third time two teams play, and St. Clair, what, got them both times? Yeah. Or no, they split. They lost down they there. Split, yeah. yeah, and – Another another close game. Uh, St. Clair would have liked to have seen them win, but again. You would have really time, liked to see them I would have win. really liked to have seen that, <laughs> and I know they really would have liked to get that win because our – or at least my sentiments, I don't want to speak for you, are shared throughout a lot of teams yeah. um, around no, I'm the not area. A, I'm not a big Lakeview fan. Yeah, so for that alone, I would have liked them to get a win, but again – I'm just going to sound like a broken record. Now for St. Clair, 100% of the focus is on how do we get to a district final and beat Richmond, something we didn't do a year ago. Because yeah. remember, St. Clair kind of has a little bit of a bugaboo with Richmond in all sports. Started with the district basketball last year where they fell in the finals. Then they lost in baseball in the district finals. Then they went to Richmond in football and got shut out. It's been a year of Richmond having St. Clair's number in well, all three sports. Could have another St. Clair-Richmond final in Richmond for a possible district title. St. Clair's got to be focused on how do we knock off the Blue Devils. A lot of competitive games uh, in uh, at least involving teams from around our area. Anchor Bay gets a two-point win over Utica. 46-44, and uh, New Haven beat Romeo 64-57 what sounds like a decent game. You know, if you look at the whole MAC tournament, the lower seed won more than the higher seed. And that's why I don't like this tournament because... See, the idea... <laughs> I, see, I don't mind the idea, but it works in, like, college with the Big Ten tournament when you have a 16 or a 14-team conference 
and you play 20-some conference games. So, yeah, you might play a team a third time, but it doesn't happen super often. And it just lends itself with the, the way it's set up with 36 teams, the six divisions of six. There's really no great alternative unless you took, like, the top two from the red through the gold and wanted to do something like that and tried to go interdivisionally. But then you'll have people complaining that, why are we playing a red team? And, again, the idea of a conference tournament I like. It just, you have to find a way to sand the edges and not get this. I don't, I guess one thing you could do is not have the first game be in your division. So don't have the one from the white play the four from the white. Have the one from the white play the four from the red. And that way, at least the first round, you're not getting a rematch, and it would take some results to get that that third game against a league opponent. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm fine. Uh, I don't I don't know exactly how to do it either, but every league's got six teams, so just kind of it doesn't really work out where you can get an even number of eight. Uh, yeah, but I mean, just I'm I'm looking at it. You you get your your top four are a bracket, and then your bottom two from each can cross over against each other. Well, that's what so, they do. Yeah, I bet I mean like five play six. Yeah, that's what kind of, and I don't know, but but work it out. So because it just seems like in the early games we're we're getting just too many where you're playing the same teams that you've already just played. The one thing I do like about this tournament is it gives the teams that aren't winning a league title something to play for. Hey, you're you're battling for that last spot. You want to get into the tournament. That does mean something that you can make the conference tournament. And, hey, you start off 0-3, 0-4 in league play. Doesn't necessarily mean your season's done. It gives you something to fight for. Just take all the champs. And if you have an odd number, add the next best records, and they get to play in a tournament. So what if four different divisions have nine and one records as the next, or eight and two records? Mm, coin flip, I don't know. Or just don't have a tournament and tell teams go out and find some other games. Yeah, it, the I don't mind that. It's just you got to those games really don't mean a ton. They they'd have probably even less juice. They'd be a lot of the same games you'd get with the crossovers or later in the tournament, just nothing there. Um I I think this can be a solid thing. You just gotta tweak it. Like like I said, maybe the first game is a divisional crossover where, hey, you have to win and then you're the team you've already played. Like for Northern and Ike, let's say Northern would have had to beat Dakota in the first game and Ike would have had to beat Gross Point South for them to meet up again. That way you're trying to encourage these interdivisional matchups and pushing away from the first round against your own division. Yeah. All right, Cardinal Mooney got a win. They it, beat uh, Rolo Shrine 57-41. to 41. This is It's team. nice to get a win and, and kind of beat a team. Yeah, you know, a 16-point win. And that's a team they should beat by 16 points, but they went out and they got the job done. Um, and uh, Carsonville Port Sandlake beats Akron Fairgrove 57-52 was the uh, final in that one. Uh, the last uh, couple of nights, it's been light in girls basketball. Uh, on uh, Wednesday, Yale beat Elginac 42-39. to There's Elginac playing another strong ball game. Yeah. Yeah. The, the bottom part of the BWAC has gotten stronger as the seasons went on. And then last night, uh, the only games uh, played, uh, it was Cardinal Mooney beating Landmark uh, 36-24 to 24 was the final on that one. Memphis beat KPAC 50-16, to 16, and it was New Haven Merritt that beat Dearborn Star 41-29. to 29. So that's it as far as the basketball was concerned. We did have a hockey game last night. Marysville beat PH uh, 8-0. It was senior night for the Vikings, and I just – Wanted to spend a second going um, the five seniors for Marysville. You have Tyler McKinney. Like, I, I just – it will be weird next year seeing anybody but Tyler uh, between the, the pipes for the Vikings. Uh, Noel LaValle, who is the program's all-time leading scorer. Bra- Braden Turner, who we haven't got to see a lot this year but has been one of my favorite players the last couple of years – in the area, he's a very good hockey player. Had a huge season last year. Broken hand has kind of uh, 
taken his season away from him. Mitch Donaldson and Connor Coates are the other two seniors. Uh, and again, to watch these guys over the years as they've developed, because most of them have been there for four years, mm-hmm. and, and as to watch them develop and see the players that they are now compared to when they first uh, hit the ice um, for some of these guys, uh, it's been an awful lot of fun. These are five players that I will miss next year. Yes, yes. They were a lot of fun to watch and really were the names we said the past two, three years when we talked about Marysville hockey. All right. Uh, we'll talk about uh, what we're going to do tonight because Brady's going to see another big game, uh, and we'll do that in just a second. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year. Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Well, Brady, you saw the big boys BWAC game last night. You get to see the big girls BWAC game uh, tonight. Uh, It's, again, one that we had circled. Then we kind of erased the circle because (laughs) – some things happened, but then some other things happened, and we recircled this game. MLA City North Branch. Well, to continue my metaphor from last show, one empire held off the barbarians trying to knock down. <laughs> they, they took some casualties along the way, but Rome still stands up in Croswell. Can it stand in MLA City, or will the Broncos ride into town and, and overtake their throne and usurp MLA City? girls as the top team in the girls BWAC. 
Yeah, this this is going to be uh, interesting because MLA City, maybe they're not the same team that they've been, but in that gym, they're – there's just something different about them. It's been a long time since they've lost, and it's been yeah. thirty some odd games. And there's a there's a certain air of confidence that you get when you walk out on the floor and you just go, "We're at our house. Yep, we always play well here. I like these rims. I like shooting in this gym. Hopefully, they'll have a good crowd. Yeah, they should. I'm, I'm it's sure. A Friday yeah. night, back to back Friday nights have been in Emily City. Yeah, and your North Branch, like. This is your chance to prove to everybody that you're top dog. And the good news is there's there's no boys game tonight. So hopefully Yeah, you're the, not playing second fiddle right. to anybody. So they should all be there. Uh, it's the only show in town in MLA City tonight. Hopefully the school shows out. If Hey, the Croslex fans showed out in a big way for their team last night. It was the largest student section I've seen in Croslex. And I'll tell you what, if you put that student section in St. Clair because it's smaller, it's flowing over, it looks bigger than it is, but that place had a ton of students. If MLA City can get half of the energy that the Croslex student section brought last night, it'll give them a home court advantage. Yeah. But, again, the team coming in, North Branch, nothing to sneeze at uh, here. Probably uh, the favorite. The, yeah, I, I would think so. Uh, and, and, you know, it. We say Gormley and Bickle probably the most, but this team is much deeper than that, um, and, and they have a lot of pieces that contribute. Uh, Cake is, is a girl that we haven't said a whole lot uh, about this year. Kate Welch is another one. Like They've got more than just two girls that are winning them basketball games. So this is a, a, a marquee matchup in girls' basketball, and again, do we say, is there a changing of the guard? Or is there still a status quo and nobody, you, you could get Emily City to the edge, but you couldn't push them over. Well, and this game wasn't particularly close last night. No, time. that's the other thing. 31. Yeah. North Branch, again, unless they went on a late run, looked like they were very comfortable with their win over Emily City. A little different when you got to go on the road and do it. But I believe with this case, it does mathematically, excuse me, clinch them the outright league title. Like they can get the T-shirts out if they win tonight and claim they are BWAC champs outright, undisputed, put the banner up right now. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go to Yale tonight. And the first game is Armada Yale in girls. Next year, we're hoping that this game might be what the Emily City North Branch game is this year. Yeah, and you get a doubleheader, and it's not often you get a boy-girl doubleheader with the same two teams in both games that both kind of have a lot of intrigue. Yeah. Usually, you do them both because, well, one's good, the other's not, and while I'm here, I might as well... There's a pair of very interesting games for both the boys and girls in Armada Yale. Yeah, um, and yeah, you mentioned it too. In, in the boys' games this year, we look at these teams as who's the third best team right. in the BWAC. In another year, how are we going to be looking at these two teams? Well, Armada's a little older, but Yale's a young team, and both of these squads are trying to figure out ways that they get one more crack at their respective, I guess, villains in the district. Armada will get a chance at Richmond in the district, potentially. And Yale, potentially get a shot at Cross-Lex. This is a good game that, hey, you win this one, you're feeling really good getting ready for district prep about how are we going to knock off uh, their team. Well, first of all, Armada and Yale both get a shot at Richmond in the regular season. That They could help Cross-Lex be outright champs. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, th these games interest me again. They're in areas where weather might be a factor tonight. So our plan is Brady will be in Emily City for Emily City North Branch Girls. Huge mm -hmm. game in the BWAC for the ladies. Uh, and I'll be up in Yale for a doubleheader. First, Armada's girls against Yale's girls. And then the boys will uh, meet up in the same uh, matchup. That should be a lot of fun. Got a hockey game, too, on uh, Saturday. Port here on Northern taking on U of D uh, Jesuit. That'll be at 1 o'clock from McMorrin Arena. Just one game 
this this time around. I'm, I'm used to double and triple headers. Wow, it'll feel slacker. feel feel strange to just have one game. Yeah, slacker. Why Whatever. Don't you, why don't you go do something? <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, but it's not from want of effort. Uh, Dennis, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like I know the players get this way, but after this weekend, I think at the start of next week, I'm gonna go. Okay, can we get to districts now? Yeah. Can we get to districts now? Like we'll still have the Richmond and Croslex running out the last week or so, so maybe that'll be enough to get me through next week. But yeah, after at the latest next week, I'm gonna be sitting here going, "All right, is it district time? Yeah, is it well, district time? I mean, we'll can, we'll, I, can I pull out my brackets yet? We'll, we'll get Please. hockey and basketball. What kind of towards the uh, the start of the next week? No, nah, the districts don't start for the girls until the 27th. Oh, okay, so, so we got ten more days. Yeah, that's still a long time though. Yeah, well, just basically you got to get through next week, right? But still. I want it now. <laughs> the Mac, the teams I care about in the Mac tournament, all lost. You've already, you've, you've already had too much sugar, so no. I already got. Look at the Cross Lex Richmond. Although I should not say that because I'm sure next week we'll be at the Yale or the whatever one's first, Armada Richmond or Yale Richmond, whatever one that is. I'll probably go to that one because that's going to be a big one. And then I do think the start of the next week might be. Uh, the other one in the Richmond saga. So I at least have that storyline to play out <laughs> in front of me before districts start because districts are really fun, but we say it every time, Dennis. You, we get excited on Monday. We have all this hope and optimism, what could be, and then you blink and you're down to the district finals and you're like, oh, we have six teams left and three are guaranteed to lose Yeah, this on Friday. So now we'll have three teams left. Those are the pros and cons yes. of the the postseason and March Madness that, yeah, you start out with a lot of hope, and by the end of the first week, you're down to just a handful of, of teams. But we've been pretty lucky the last few years that, that we've had teams from our area uh, not only getting to regionals, but at least having a chance to win those regionals right. and get to a quarterfinal. And, and we've had some quarterfinals. Right now? Just preliminary in boys basketball, Croslex, or well, whoever wins that district, because that's an all-local district. Richmond's the favorite in theirs, but if it's not them, it'll be St. Clair or Armada. That's another one, so we're guaranteed there. Mooney's probably winning their district. Brown City's going to be the favorite in their district. All those teams would might not be favorites in a regional game, but we're not going, all right, let's take the Lambs to the slaughter. Come, No, they're... All could win a regional game. Yeah. So we'll we should at least have a good amount of teams, and then in girls, obviously. And, and I'm still holding out for Northern. They'll be healthy come district oh, yeah. time. And how did I forget about Northern? Sorry, I, I still think they're the Shame favorite me. going in. Yeah, that Northern. One. So that's five boys teams, and if not them, PH might be the the team that could. Yeah, they're a dark horse. Them. Yes, and then in girls, MLA City North Branch. Someone's coming out of that district. We already talked about the Marysville, St. Clair, Marine City, Armada, District of Death. Um, <laughs> San, Sandusky, just tattoo that on teams that can win a district and yeah. make a run. Like There's going to be some, some good teams making deep runs. I, I don't think we will be short of that this year. Yeah, no, and you still, you know, North Branch and Emily City are still out there. Um, and, and what, Cardinal Mooney's won five straight or something like that. Yeah. They haven't had the toughest district, but, hey, come district time, they get ready to play. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's all the time we have for uh, this one. Um, but uh, everybody have a great uh, weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you again on Monday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.